Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you could reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. So what I want to talk to you about today is um, I'm, I'm going to be opening up my own treatment facility. I've mentioned this before. And I'm hoping to do so by mid-October 2023. Um, I'm so excited. I've been working really, really hard towards this. And not that I'm just going to speak on the rehab, so to speak, but really just about achieving your goals. That's what I want to talk with you about today is how do you achieve something that seems unfathomable or unrealistic or... um, you know, people will tell you that you can't do something when it's not their vision, you know what I mean? And um, so I'll bounce a a little bit back and forth here, uh, talking about rehab and, and, um, you know, the services that that will be offered. First and foremost, it will be a six-bed detox residential facility in Mission Viejo, California, Um, it will only be six beds because I think that individualized care is very important. And I also don't want to bite off more than I can chew. I really want to master this and perfect this to the best of my ability before, um, any type of expansion or any type of other ideas are, are seriously explored. I really want to be thorough with what we are going to be doing here and, and mastering the six bed uh, facility. So I'm really excited. Um, rehab saved my life just straight up. You know what I mean? I would not be here today if it weren't for treatment. Now, of course I didn't stay sober each and every time I went to treatment. And matter of fact, there wasn't a single time that I went to treatment that I actually wanted to be there. You know what I mean? So, and even with that said, I learned so much, the relationships, that I made with other people who were in there for their using, uh, the relationships that I built with staff and people that helped me along the way, I definitely would not be where I am today without treatment. Even despite not wanting to be there and going in kicking and screaming, it did have a massive impact on my life, you know what I mean? And it's desperately needed. And the problem with treatment today is, listen, there's plenty of good places out there, but but unfortunately there's plenty of shitty places out there too. And treatment kind of has a black eye on it, so to speak, because I think a lot of places put money, they put the dollars before the patient. They put uh, the dollars before patient care. And, you know, they, I think a lot of owners or, or the structure and hierarchy of facilities isn't really geared towards a hundred percent client care. You know what I mean? That's, that's just what I've seen. And again, not, not all places. I've worked for some great facilities too. You know what I mean? And, and I've seen places do fantastic work, but I think it gets lost in the shuffle of what it's really about. You know what I mean? And it's about saving people's lives. People's lives are at stake here. And my life was at stake when I went to treatment. The first time I went to inpatient treatment, I was 18 years old, and I'll never forget it. I went in kicking and screaming. I did not want to go. I basically went just to get my mom off my back and get, you know, family members off my back and just basically appease them and 
my plan was to continue doing what I wanted to do once I got out, and essentially I did. But the first time I went to treatment, I met this. My roommate was a man who couldn't be any more opposite of me. I mean, he was this massive uh, 40-, 50-year-old man who, um, on the surface, we didn't have much in common. He was an alcoholic who had a family and was this grizzly guy, and I was this 18-year-old shithead who uh, wanted to do things my way and wouldn't listen to anybody. And, you know, throughout my stay, we actually had a lot more in common than I realized. And it made me realize a few things, you know what I mean? You can't judge a book by its cover, and, and... it made me pay attention to relating to the emotions where addiction and alcoholism brings us all to. No matter what our background is, no matter how um, different our story may be, we can all relate on some level. You know what I mean? And um, I went to High Watch, which is in, in Connecticut, uh, and it was a really good place, actually. And I, I did learn a lot there, even though I didn't want to be there. And um, I really do believe that if I wasn't going to go to treatment at that time, even though I didn't stay sober, I don't know if I would have made it because I was pretty much on a a pathway to death. You know what I mean? And, um, so treatment is needed and it's really, really important to get that abstinence and get some momentum in our recovery. Now it's not needed for everybody. Uh, no doubt. You know what I mean? It's, um, not for every single case, but for people that are going to treatment, for a lot of us, it is life and death. And so I'm taking this very seriously. I'm very passionate about this. It has become, um, this has clearly become my life's mission. Otherwise, I wouldn't be uh, making a podcast and making content every single day. And this is basically just um, the starting point, so uh, to speak, um, in the treatment space. And I, and I look forward to seeing where this goes to. But I really want to talk with you today about achieving your goals, achieving your dreams, and really expanding your mindset to what is possible. Because I promise you this, that when I first got sober over 10 years ago on April, April 14, uh, or excuse me, April uh, uh, 4-14 of 13, I did not think that I would be here speaking on a podcast about opening up my own treatment facility. I would have told you you're out of your fucking mind. You know what I mean? I would have taken uh, 10 hours was a miracle to stay sober. Never mind 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, or 10 years. Um, I couldn't fathom what sobriety was going to look like for me. And all I could do was focus on not getting high for the next hour, you know, for the next 10 minutes. And little by little, things just kind of fell into place. You know, I started getting connected with people who are also sober. I started going to meetings. I started to have willingness to... Uh, listen to other people for a change because I realized that my way sucked and my way was getting me nowhere really, really fast. And so as I was starting to make these little changes, I just started to grow little by little. You know, it wasn't even necessarily that my life started getting a lot lot better because of like things that I was, um, it wasn't like I was implementing new strategies where I was like, oh wow, I'm like, you know, seeing such amazing results. It was more so like the trouble just stopped. And that was enough for me at the, at the beginning, you know. Uh, I got over being sick. Uh, I was no longer physically addicted to the drugs. That was a huge win for me. My sleep started to get better. Um, I started to embrace 
work and being outside because at this time I was working on an organic farm and I just started to realize like wow the sky is blue and the grass is green and I just started to have this sense of awareness that I didn't have before you know and long story short I mean my life just started to come together little by little it wasn't like one major event where lightning struck and things just got amazing you know it was really just about putting one foot in front of the other each and every day, just keeping steady, just keeping moving forward. And the reason I bring this up is because this is exactly what's needed in order to become successful, in order to achieve our goals. It's just like having something that we're working towards and just putting your head down and working towards it little by little, each and every day. The little wins stack up to massive wins. I'm telling you, it's the only way to achieve anything great is to make things simplified, is to really simplify the shit out of whatever it is you're trying to do. It doesn't matter if you're trying to become uh, a professional uh, violin player or if you're trying to make it in the NFL or if you're trying to become a teacher, you know, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You just have to break down whatever it is that you want into simplified goals. It doesn't matter if you want to become a billionaire and, you know, be the leader of a massive uh, hedge fund. You know what I'm saying? It's all possible if you're dedicated to your craft and if you find genuine interest, because if you find interest in whatever it is that you're trying to do, you will continue to work even when it's not expected of you. Even when you want to give in and take a rest, you will continue anyway because it pulls at your heartstrings. It's something that you don't have to be convinced to do on a daily basis. You want to do it. You know what I mean? That is the key right there. You need to find whatever it is that drives you. And it's different for all of us because we all have a different story. You know, you have a different story than me. And that's your unique perspective. Life looks different for you than it does for me. That is the gift that we all have. We all have our own unique perspective and our own unique gifts that we can give to the world. Do not sell yourself short. You have an opportunity to make whatever it is you want out of this life. And I'm telling you, you, you might be strung out on, on fentanyl right now, or you could be two years sober right now or anything in between. It doesn't really matter where you are. You really do have a shot to do whatever it is in this life that you want to do. As long as you believe in it, as long as you have faith in the process and you just put your head down and continue to work towards it little by little. It helps, of course, to have strategies and systems and, you know, get people in your corner and network, right? I mean, networking is a huge, huge thing. If you don't know how to get somewhere, find someone who does and they will help you. You know what I mean? We live in the information age. We live in an age where you could find anything in the palm of your hand. There's content for anything that you want the answer to. You know what I'm saying? So there is no excuse for lack of resources. You know what I'm saying? There are no lack of resources here. So if you don't want to win, if you don't want to succeed, it's a fucking choice today. I promise you. I've been at the, I've been at the bottom of the barrel. I've been in the dumps. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've also had nothing and been completely happy. And I've also been 
um, in places in life where I had quote unquote externals and materialistic things, uh, so to speak, and not been content. And so I've experienced everything in between. And what I do know is the most content and fulfilled I've ever been is when I am pursuing my purpose, when I am pursuing something that pulls at my heartstrings and that I don't have to make money doing, or I don't have to be convinced to work at or work towards. You know what I'm saying? That is why I do coaching. That is why I make content with recovery. That is why I'm making this podcast right now because in these moments, I'm free. I'm free from my own bullshit, from my own selfish desires, from my own problems, you know? Connor's issues don't really fucking matter when I'm on a coaching call. Connor's problems don't really matter if I know I need to be accountable to people that are following my content and need some type of, of advice or some type of information to help them get through whatever they're going through. You know, how can I be focused on my shit if I know that other people are, are depending on um, some advice and information that I can give them? Not that anybody is dependent on me for their recovery. I'm not saying it like that, not out of the ego. Um, I can't get anybody sober. You have to be the one to put in the work. But the point is that if I know in the back of my head that I have a purpose and that I need to be responsible, that makes me feel good. That holds me accountable. And I need to follow through on that. Whatever that is for you, you need to find. Because you have that. There is something out there, if you haven't found it already, that speaks to your heart that pulls at your emotions and that will drive you, you know, but the whole key is to figuring out what that is. And I can't answer that for you, but you can ask yourself a few different questions. You can ask yourself what caused you the most pain. A lot of times what you find is the thing that brings you the most pain can actually bring you the most pleasure and fulfillment once you overcome that. Because then it's your job. This is what I feel. I feel it becomes your job to help others going through the same pain and help pull them through. Because you know how painful that time was. Whatever it was, you know, it doesn't even have to be drugs and alcohol. It could be childhood trauma. It could be going through a divorce. It could be whatever the fucking case may be. Whatever type of pain you've experienced in your life. It could just be simply not feeling good in your body and being really unhappy with the shape that you are in. A lot of shame and guilt comes from that too. That's a very painful place to be and I've been there as well. So it's our job and that's why I talk about the fucking gym so much. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I try to talk about what's relevant, what, what these pain points I've experienced in my life because I feel it is necessary to help people get through those times. And you have that same duty. You have that same responsibility. It just might look a little different than me. You know what I mean? It just might look a little bit different than how I do it. And that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. We all have our unique perspective, like I mentioned. So, you know, whatever it is, follow your ambitions. Follow your heart. Follow your intuition. Your, your intuition will not lead you down the wrong path. I'm telling you, I, I, uh, two months ago, I set out to, it was August 11th when I made a video on TikTok saying that I was going to, you could look this up on the Sober Plug on TikTok. I pinned the video to my account. On August 11th, I said that within two uh, within six months, I will 
have my own treatment facility and that I will, um, you know, I will figure out a way. And I'm telling you on August 11th, I had no fucking idea, no clue how I was going to do that. I do not have a lot of money, straight up, I do not. Um, I didn't know where to start, um, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a magic playbook to follow, but I got to work and I just relentlessly attacked this with my partner, Will, who is also going to be, uh, me and him are going to be partners going into this, um, who I grew up with, who we used together. Now he's uh, coming up on four years sober on December 22nd, I wanna say, uh, regardless. He's coming up on four years clean. We used to get high together. We used to use together and struggle together, and now we're helping people get sober together. The universe is fucking crazy. It works in mysterious ways. We just got to work. We put our heads down because our goals and ambitions are aligned, and we just started to get to work, and things just took care of itself. You know, we didn't have, we didn't know how to do it. We didn't have an explanation of how we were going to move from one step to the next, but we just did whatever we could and we pulled from every res every single resource we, we possibly could and then some. We're still doing it today. <laughs> we'll still be doing that five years from now. I, I'm willing to bet, you know what I mean? Um, because we are driven and that's all that it takes. So I'm telling you, if you find that you have self-doubt, that is okay. It's okay to have fear. It's okay to have a healthy amount of uh, worry and anxiety, you know what I mean? It's the most used word in, in society today is anxiety. Sometimes that's a good thing. It's all right to have anxiety. As long as you are exerting energy towards whatever it is that is trying to hold you back. It's all right. Feelings are just feelings. Fuck them. They're temporary, you know? Um, but sitting on the sidelines and settling is not an option. It should not be an option for you. It's not an option for me. Um, and you do not want to be on your deathbed and wonder about what if. And that's what I think about the most. I think about like, what if I don't go after this? What if I know that I'm capable of doing more and I'm capable of actually helping people and on a scalable level where I can have like a big impact in people's lives of some sort or at least have a hand in it, you know, not, not like be the sole reason, but, you know, really have a healthy impact on society and I don't do it. Fuck that. I'm not willing to, that seems way more painful. The wondering of what if seems way more painful than the attempt to do so, you know? And I really hope that that strikes a chord with you and maybe that gets you to move in the right direction if you're not already, you know? So listen, that's all I have for you today. Um, I, I really hope that you are listening and, and are listening to your heart to make that move because we all have something. We're all called to do something. And, um, at one point I didn't think I was going to be called to do anything in this life. And I was wrong. I was greatly, greatly mistaken, you know, cause it's been laid at my feet. So obvious that I would be an idiot not to see it. You know, the universe has just provided so many things to me. I've just continued to put in the work, but things way bigger than me beyond my comprehension have been in 
in cahoots with my goals, you know? So I'll just leave it at that. If you're struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you need help, reach out to me at any time. Much love, and I will see you on the next one.